Hey, here we go. Episode 28, Dream Warriors, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And let's hit that, oh, before we hit that music, uh, I'm solo today. Yeah, Peter is by himself. Uh, yeah, talking, uh, it's Thursday, Thursday late. And uh, just saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, I was excited to see it as as you are, and you probably have seen it by now, uh, which is good because we're talking. I'm talking. I'm talking with you about it. But uh, let's uh, let's stop stop this train real quick and hit the music and let's let's get to this. <laughs> Pretty exhausted. Uh, really long day today. Uh, it, it's a it's a good type of long though. Very good type of long because uh, was up early. Had to uh, just just kind of do a lot. Um, uh, was up today probably between five thirty and six. Uh, just how I live. There's there's a lot of sunlight that uh, cuts in, and even even though I have a alarm set. Uh, through my Amazon Echo and my my phone, um, my phone one, one I, I hardly ever use anymore. It's, it's mostly uh, Amazon Echo, Alexa, and uh, the uh, sunlight just really uh, gets me up, uh, gets me going. But uh, yeah, I had to go to different offices today. Um, you know, minor. Minor issues. Uh, there was one uh, contract I had to uh, oversee real quick, and you know, normally I don't get into what I do <laughs> uh, on on this, and there's there's good reason for it, and that's mostly because uh, I'm the only one interested in what I do on my nine to five, and um, yeah, so I I spare everyone. But yeah, so essentially, you know, had had like a uh, full day, called it quits around three o'clock, uh, and I was on my way to the gym, and uh, you know, just get one of those, those emails. Uh, my phone has a different chime for uh, emails coming in through my Outlook or my uh, Microsoft three six five, and uh, so I had to take a detour into Whole Foods and buy something so I could use their Wi Fi. And yeah, you might be saying to yourself, like, what, like, why'd you have to buy something for Wi-Fi? And yeah, I'm sorry, real quick though. I don't know if you can hear this, but there is, I think there's somewhat of a bird's nest right near the roof of uh, where I live, because um, I'm I'm up on the uh, top floor. But the uh, the the birds don't seem to be uh, sleeping at this hour. <laughs> so uh, Dallas. Uh, Dallas, aka the greatest cat in the world, is he's on bird duty right now, and he's he's normally clocked out at this time. But he is, he hears them and he knows what they are, so he's he's vigilant in his window watching. But yeah, so with uh, Whole Foods, and you know, I, I kind of have the same uh, mission statement, the personal um, personal practice, uh, how, however you want to de- describe it. For Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and Panera Bread, that um, yeah, you know, I don't use their Wi-Fi unless I'm, I'm purchasing something. Uh, I, I just think it's a trade-off, and it's immensely helpful having these uh, Wi-Fi hotspots th- throughout the entire city. Um, especially myself living in the city, uh, moving around the city as much as I do, and. Uh, you know, just essentially needing to do what I did today, which is, you know, you receive an email, you take a detour, uh, you handle what you have to, and you're out. And, you know, just 
it's just amazing some, some, sometimes um, like how far things are and what, what you can do. I, I'm never uh, like never really uh, taking, you know, I don't really take things for granted on, on, on that. So, uh, yeah, that was like maybe like a 30 minute detour because I, I buy this energy drink watch <laughs> I continue to drink throughout the entire day and night and I'm kind of drinking right now it's called highball and which I like it because it kind of sounds like eight ball and uh, I kind of smashed uh, some 99 peaches in this black cherry eight ball today and actually uh, came out like really really good and was kind of like hammering those because I bought about four of them uh just to throw it into my bag and and when i saw guardians later i still you know i had one of them like a fresh one on me uh if, if you follow me on instagram aka pad13 uh you know i updated it through my instagram stories so uh you know anyone out there that that wants to kind of see my day-to-day -day and just how eclectic and erratic and um just just really like almost like adult add-ish my days are sometimes uh just just follow me there but yeah so um you know cleared out of the whole foods hit hit the gym had a really uh like really strong like 40 45 minute um like shoulder workout and you know i and like it's it's hard you go into uh, strength training or to kind of um start to peak yourself or continue some of that when you have 45 minutes um you know so usually when i when when i'm down to the 45 minute mark it's it's going to be a smaller muscle group and focus on pump and you know that, that's exactly what i did so like now i came out feeling amazing at that point um my buddy john was coming to pick me up he is it at temple and believe it or not we hardly ever talk tech tech stuff <laughs> Uh, when we, most of our discussions are revolving around making fun of people we went to high school with, uh, acting like we're better than the people we went to high school with. Um, um, okay. Honestly, we're, we're better than most of the people we went to high school with. And, uh, that's mean, but you know, we, we, we troll them on, on Facebook. Um, I'm hardly ever on Facebook, but he, uh, he sends me screenshots and, uh, you know, that, that, that keeps the, uh, the flames of the friendship burning, but he, he came by and, uh, by, by that time I was just out of the shower. So it was like perfect timing. Good for him. Cause he, you know, he got to see like a recently pumped, uh, you know, like watered down or real up like wet hair showered Peter. So I, I grabbed my bag cause I had a couple of comic books in there for him since I've been uh, you know, redoing my eBay inventory the last uh, couple weeks and, uh, you know, like shot that account through the stratosphere and I'm um, really happy with, with the results. Uh, you know, sales are up, uh, you know, like it, it, we're a little bit into it now, but, you know, kind of falling off. But the, the eBay spike is, is roughly 600% uh, now uh, difference between where it was previously. So yeah, so he, he, he came by, we, we went, went right to, um, this place called Zinburger and they're, you know, kind of like a, uh, highfalutin version of, uh, Bobby's, not Bobby's Burger Palace, uh, Five Guys and the Bobby's Burger Palace near where we were going, which is around Cherry Hill, New Jersey closed. So it was just like one of those things where, uh, Zinburger, uh, by default, um, you know, kind of just, uh, it became our selection, uh, you know, and give me, give me one moment here. Okay. We're back. Sorry. Uh, I had to move my timeline on the, uh, on my app here because I, I couldn't see it moving, but I, I wasn't zoomed in. So I had to zoom out, but yeah, so, uh, that tastes so good. So yeah, so we had Zinburger and um, yeah, essentially got a like a super burger because uh, they had like turkey chili on the menu, and I don't know like what that is. I really don't. Um, my you know when my ex used to live here, um, I used to make it, and yeah, I had like a really good recipe for it, um, but like hated it at the uh, same time. So, 
um so it was like one of those things where uh yeah when i was uh when i became single i was given singlehood uh i didn't choose it i was given it uh, <laughs> uh turkey chili was just one of those things like um what, what are we really doing here like why i get it you know the, you want the, the the leanest meat possible with the highest protein count but um the regular the the, the populace you know the people that guardians of the galaxy volume 2 is really targeted for like normal people people that aren't freaking extreme um who 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 like who who really wants that who really wants turkey chili i i can't think of a single single soul on earth if they tasted regular chili versus turkey chili even poorly made regular chili i'm talking like hormel's from the can camel soup chunky turkey chili uh even that even that that sodium nitrate uh infusion based uh <laughs> chili uh will trump uh the best made turkey chili all the time um th th this is furthered by things like three bean chili there there's a sign in, in philly I'm, I'm constantly walking past the, uh the you know they it's advertised three bean chili three bean and i'm like why would why why do, why do i even want beans in my chili to begin with um uh, so yeah so we're, we're kind of done with that but on the menu this place had uh turkey it was like a turkey sloppy joe and i just was like no uh can't do it so but i, I still wanted it because uh, i wanted the chili so I, I told the guy to put a um a burger patty on on the uh, sloppy joe and add avocado and you know what it was uh it was pretty damn good uh didn't taste any of the chili got the chili flavoring with the burger patty and we were good to go and at that point, I, I had about like the um, a full can of highball. Uh, I, I really want to call it eight ball. And so, and you know, which was really kind of like probably about four or five shots of 99 peaches was, was in that. You know, the, um, so by that point, I had that, had the yingling. Uh, I might have had two, maybe two. And it was kind of like movie time. Uh, I'll, I'll get into it um maybe later norm's coming over in a few days he's coming over on sunday for us to do homework and to talk about this because he's seeing the movie tonight uh he texted me i i, I couldn't respond just because it's it's just been um we, we just had trouble figuring out the movie meaning uh seeing the movie uh but it, it kind of works itself <laughs> um but i i wanted to get into into this and um, I'm going to record and, and do the, do the solo episode and look the thing to understand is uh, I I'm not shy about it because I, I really think it was like born through fire you know like out of the fire and and, and into like uh, you know what's the, the phrase out of the skillet into the fire well th this, this was like out of the fire into the vat of iron being forged into like the sword you know like fire to iron type thing um you know that's a lot of how i envisioned uh, how i remember or want to want to remember my uh earlier years grade school high school and 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 I don't, I don't care what anyone says but um those are your impressions uh those are your imprints and that's what you're battling through adulthood uh, with or without uh, expanding your life into like families and, and, and things like that um, uh, you know and, and someone like me who has like a lot of babies all over the place and, and um, by babies I mean uh, out of control uh, 20 and 30 something women that uh, act like babies that I constantly have to deal with but um, I'm just joking there not really no really I am uh, so <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, like, speaking was always an issue, and one of the ways that I was, like, born through fire, uh, into iron, is, uh, you know, I kind of had a speech impediment, and it's still there, and it, it never will go away, uh, it's, it's kind of, like, the source of this unique accent that everyone's convinced that, that I have, um, 
it, it, it has also affected my speech pattern, um, how I choose to say what I want to say. But it also drove me towards reading, and which is how I'm so disciplined about books today. Um, yeah, like I grew up reading comic books. I, I kind of ditched comics a lot in my mid-20s, um, like early 20s. I would say maybe 22, 23, so that was maybe like 02, 03 maybe. Um, and really got into books and, and you know, had, had built a more of a book library in my adulthood than a comic book library in my younger years. And, and you know, like that's, that's growth. Um, th these are the stages you do want to go through in, in life. So speaking, even doing the podcast, even doing Bad Eats um, for YouTube, you know, check us out on, on YouTube, is a huge thing. Um, you know, like I'm talking about someone who is afraid of heights walking on the edge of a skyscraper. Uh, you know, like it is that level of fear in me uh, just doing this. But, you know, like uh, that's a little bit what Dream Warriors also represents. So me doing like a solo episode really uh, is was one of those things I, I had to do. And uh, sorry, uh, Dallas is just staring at me right now from across the room. Um, I think he's wondering why I can't get the birds. Um, or he's more curious of what the hell they're doing at this hour. Uh, hopefully, yeah, like, I think they're fine. Um, <laughs> uh, one moment, I'm going to take a little drink of this. Yeah, so me doing a solo episode, long time coming. I had to be, like, inspired to do it. And th this is where Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 comes in. Uh, because seeing this movie tonight... Uh, yeah, the help of alcohol, la, 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 la. Um, I just felt truly inspired coming out of this movie and um, really like almost like sad and like uh, heartfelt. But we might be getting some, some noise coming through. I hear some people coming in through my hallway. Um, FYI, if, if the microphone picks that up. And yeah, so... Leave, leaving that movie tonight, uh, a couple things occurred to me. Uh, the biggest thing was this conversation. Uh, I think this war that's brewing. Uh, you know, the, the kind of wish there was like a larger audience and like a bigger voice for what what's done here with, with Dream Warriors is because um, I take pride in, in the, uh, the the conversation that's forwarded through this podcast. Uh, that hopefully will bleed over into like YouTube and 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 other types of uh, content. Uh, that so thump is Dallas. I think we're gonna get a little visit from the the little fuzzy dude. What's up, little man? What are you doing? Ah, he's so righteous. He's so much better than you and I. And uh, yeah, and so uh, it really seems so clear. It it seems it seems uh, like a um just seems apparent there he goes just seems very very clear that there's like either talking points or or just something that gets circulated uh within these reviewers these people that that build the conversation for a movie up early and sorry dallas is he gets a squirt every now and again uh because he is a little bit of a shit and he was just uh, scratching the uh, my rug, and you you can't do that here. Uh, I don't care who you are, and maybe if you're a twenty-two year old stripper with daddy issues, um, I, I would allow it, but he's not, so it's not. And so, like, you know, a lot of these reviews have been coming out for a little bit on Guardians Volume Two, and it's just very odd to me how. Um, it, you know, it seems like film companies have PR divisions now that really operate like they're um, Washington lobbyists and they forward out these talking points um, at a huge velocity. Um, they grow partners through early access screenings and other um, 
like almost like merchandise like the like you know like the a lot of these reviewers are bought and paid for in in, in so many creative and interesting ways and yeah I, I give i give credit i give credit to the apparatus and to to the system um you know do i feel like a need to to kind of work towards becoming a part part of that type of establishment i really don't because dream warriors can exist outside of all of it and i as i feel like it should because the voice will always be the most significant part of this podcast is the point of view the position and uh, you know getting to the meat of what some of this stuff is and you know like um that's why i'm looking forward to going through the movie with norm because norm comes from that sphere and um i do not so i will tell you right now i'm anticipating a clash with norm uh, that could also be the alcohol giving me uh insight into the uh third dimension on this but um i highly doubt someone like norm uh i say uh, uh in in a very loving loving way but someone coming from norm where he's coming from is not going to like this movie and that kind of breaks my heart it 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 upsets me because uh getting back to a couple minutes ago is these reviewers recycle talking points at a staggering pace meaning uh, and, and by that i mean that it's it's really like um if it's not done this way then i don't know how you explain how so many different reviewers say the same exact thing about the same exact movies um consistently and you know this goes for for youtube and reddit so the core monitors youtube and distributes the video and comments on on youtube videos um but the core is also the ones that will tell their friends and family and co-workers about um what they're seeing what what to see and why they should not see movies so uh do they have influence uh certainly um major influence uh you know like it's hard to gauge but you you kind of know it's there and you know like and this stuff's just apparent with um like other parts of the personality that falls into the establishment so you know like it, it it really comes down to it um to where you know, hopefully a lot of this content gets purged, meaning that it, it, it ceases to be absorbed. Um, but at the at the end of the day, the establishment will still be there. It will still bear down on, on us and take away um, insight, you know, take away uh, what what's really done when we sit down and watch a movie. And a lot of it comes, you know, just from the uh, perception, like the idea, like what, uh, like... Yeah, you get two hundred million dollar movie. Like, what are we? What what's trying to be done here? And it's not just greedy Hollywood guys uh, trying to make money. Um, there's plenty of people in, in the industry that want art that want um, to forward uh, the conversation of progress within film uh, on all levels, even social progress. Um, you know, does it go too far? Should it be policed? Uh, 100%. I, I even feel like some of that should even be policed nowadays. Um, you know, within the industry, believe it or not. Um, you know, and sorry, Dallas is now on his hind legs looking out the window, poking his head in there. And he's, he's six floors up. And, um, but he, 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 he knows there's nothing for him to do. He just, uh, he just gets excited. Um, sorry it's really weird seeing him like this at at this hour (laughs) but no and so we we have this apparatus controlling um what these people are saying about uh, movies which strongly corrupts where you are as an audience member entering this movie and you know like I, i i was tweeting about this earlier and the one thing to understand about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is that um, we're coming from a place of surprise and we were like shocked and awed with that first movie. Um, I, I would have to double check when, when, when the movie came out, but what, what year that was. Uh, <laughs> a solid year. Uh, you know, like uh, no, one, no one really knew what that movie was, what to expect. Um, going in i remember going into that movie i watched uh slither 
directed by James Gunn uh, for the first time and was really taken aback by how um, how well it was made period I'm talking from writing acting to what um, what you saw frame like frame to frame just as like the look and the feel and, and like the visual tone of the movie um, you know slither in my eyes for um, what it is like the type of movie it is it is a um, it's 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 a near masterpiece on that level and yeah you know, that's ridiculous because we we reserve the word the high horse reserves the word for masterpiece in movies like um, Godfather Apocalypse Now and and so on and, and so forth Citizen Kane Vertigo you know, we all know them but uh, so going to Guardians I kind of understood the the possible like area like the realm that 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 first movie was coming from based on slither so yeah i was, I was with everyone completely surprised and taken aback by how well that movie came off uh how fun it was it was one of those movies where i just remember saying out loud like you know while laughing uh like what the like what the f like holy shit like what um, repeatedly said throughout that movie because the, the humor was so exact and angry like at the same time it was like like even like a little bit mean and it was just awesome so like you have like a surprise like you know like you like it's almost like you're surprised when you watch a movie like that and um, you know just talking right now uh, you know there's other movies I've seen have that effect that fallen on the second uh installment to follow up um you know like i remember younger uh you know going to see batman returns with my buddy scott and uh he just didn't know how to take it you know uh we were both uh it might have been like his birthday or something we we went with his mother uh who who was hot uh and (laughs) so and um like if, if you remember like you know like batman returns kind of like like spun his head it's like it's wow like it's not that first movie so and throughout life uh like the life of watching movies and and kind of like uh, just being attracted to them uh like you like you see this and now it's it's something different now it's it's like a, a per error thing like it morphs from error to error, more than there's something different. But even when I was younger, it's like Robocop 2, loved it. Um, no one seemed to remember Ro- Robocop 2. Uh, everyone uh, hated Gremlins' new batch. Um, and then, like, you know, just like jumping ahead, uh, you had like almost like a sequel renaissance in like the early 2000s, which was like Spider Man 2, X Men 2. And a lot of these movies were like very well extended uh versions of the first movie um not so much like remakes but uh like growing up and you can kind of see some of this in like the screen movie like the only conversation about sequels at one time was like terminator 2 aliens godfather 2 like that was like your 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 trinity your trifecta and uh there's different reasons why even those sequels like resonated and work um, not scientific reasons, but more like um, like cultural and uh, lack of competition. So now we're in a sequel heavy era. Um, I would say promoted or uh, enabled by the comic book era, where the comic book era has has now corrected Hollywood and what to do with sequels and how to approach them. And you know, like there's I, like I gotta like think this through. I may not get through the the definition of what I'm trying to say here. It might take a little bit of time, <laughs> but it's like there's kind of like two, maybe two types of sequels, which is like um, you have one that's like the extension of the original, so it's like just more of this, and then you have one that goes sideways, uh, which would be like Aliens and The Dark Knight, and the ones that go sideways. Um, you know, risk-reward, same as the ones that stay consistent with, like, a, a tone of the original, uh, like a Spider-Man 2. And we're talking Toby, Toby, uh, Toby, the Toby Spider-Man, not the, um, Hack, Hacksaw Ridge 
Sorry, I don't know these guys' their names. Uh, you can look them up. So, like Hidden Guardians, um, the and it was kind of like you know I was classifying someone just within within my my tweet, which was like you know like the, there's a surprise of that movie, same as like Matrix and uh, like Pirates of, Pirates of the Caribbean really comes to mind because that movie was like out of nowhere a huge surprise and um like every everyone just loved it and wanted more and you kind of get more with the second one um whatever the heck that's called and i i always remember them being fantastic awesome movies uh i still do uh just because again like they they commit they kill people uh, alliances get morphed and changed but I kind of kind of remember things ending up where they began which is like one of the, those old adages which it's kind of dead now when it comes to, to ser- serialized storytelling where everything constantly changes um, you know which is like a little bit of the Sopranos effect um, we get more into that like a little bit later but yeah so Guardians is not going to have the surprise volume 2 is not going to have the, the surprise of volume 1 at all um, it's a ridiculous thing to expect. Uh, it's a ridiculous thing to expect the humor to carry over the same way, because you know you know the jokes, you know all the gags. So, like um, from a uh, production filmmaking standpoint, like like what what do we do here? Do we go sideways? Do we go aliens with this? Do we go into a completely different, unexpected direction? Like heck no! Like the, the Guardians does not. Um, lean itself in that direction it doesn't lean itself to um putting the audience uh back against the wall you know um sometimes it confuses people uh iron man 3 big example um you know and i'm, I'm just spinning these off as they're coming to uh to mind so i went into guardians of the galaxy volume 2 with the i think with the appropriate mindset which is uh you know we we pretty much have uh who I feel like now after seeing it um like the best filmmaker within the Marvel extended universe um one of the best single minds uh for big big production movies okay um where like kind of like you have the the notion that finger his fingerprints are all over the movie uh James Gunn uh James Gunn's is like fingerprints and so like what like what do you kind of have um you know like we have an extension of the first movie but then like something's done in this movie like some some nuance emerged which is we have a lot of character now you you hear a lot lot about this you hear a lot of high horse stuff on character rogue one not enough character force awakens not enough character and, and and it becomes this like throw around um phrase that the, the the reviewer description that the reviewer does not even classify what their parameters are they don't you know it's just something that's thrown around you can use that but you have to throw it uh you have to cage it in with some context and explanation okay um using these platitude uh or these like highfalutin platitude level um phrases to describe things that are relatively complex and you know we will just say um it's okay to say film review is complex it's it's not easy it's not for everyone uh you need practice doing it Uh, you just don't sit down and do it um so we we have character we have something that everybody wants to see and nobody seems to like it because we will hear that uh, Yandu and Peter and even Ego have fantastic character and Nebula, um, the green girl and and um, uh, the wrestler Batista dude who's awesome in this movie don't have enough character. So it's like what like what are we really doing here? Um, like it, it, it can't go both ways. We're we're not expected to watch six hour movies nor are these filmmakers expected to make six hour movies so what what we have here is i would say the best of the marvel sequels 
Um, and I'm saying this high off of seeing the, the movie. I'm, I looks like I'm seeing it again too. Um, Sunday, um, Sunday's just weekend. I'm not sure when this is going to get released because my upcoming weekend is uh, from Friday on is downhill racer. And um, I really have no weekend coming up. Uh, it's just going to go right into the workday on Monday. Um, so this might get released on Monday and there might be like multiple episodes locked up. So um, let me just take a drink here. Well, I'm going to keep this a little bit short too. Uh, just from the averages because I do have to crash out and, and do stuff tomorrow. <laughs> but no. Uh, we, we, we have a Marvel sequel that uh, drives us into the heart of multiple characters uh, simultaneously uh, at a uh, exacto surgical uh, scalpel level, meaning it's calculated and it's by design. So that's that's what this movie is. That's what this movie does. Minus um, the hype, the expectation. Uh, something has to be done with expectations for movies because um, I think the I don't know. Like I think there's like this entitlement thing that's happening. That like you're entitled to expect something from a movie and you're upset when it's not delivered which is ridiculous um the objective here is to make a movie and you cross your fingers that the best thing happens um marvel is is lucky enough to have chosen someone to do this and that person has turned out to be exactly everything marvel expected so but no like if you i um if you have a relationship with your parents um, mostly your your father. Uh, that's why that's one of the reasons why why this movie resonates and does what it does. Okay, um, we're talking a, a huge budget movie with all the top actors, uh, top talent, and this movie has so much heart. Uh, there's a lot of truth into the heart, into like exactly where um, where family rolls in. Okay, and and what parents mean to us, and why it's important to have that in 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 our lives. And when it's not in our lives, we we crave it coming in. We we want it penetrated. We we want guidance. We need questions answered. Um, we need room to figure things out on our own. But we need that balance. And and. We're talking Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and and that is where we are with this movie. Um, I thought the the arcs for this movie, and and yeah, I apologize uh, for kind of being all over the place and not really talking story. Um, I'm giving general impression and, and feeling here, but um, you know, like uh, Yondu dies, they they wedge him into being. Peter Quills or Star Lords or the PNR guy, uh, they wedge him into being his his like true father figure. Kurt Russell twist becomes the villain of the movie, which I I was like yes, like really, and you know like they ain't wasting a, a lot of time getting into it, which I thought was fantastic. Um, you know we have multiple villains and kind of conflicts happening. Um, the team gets split up. And then the team itself, when they're split up, they have each one is like psychoanalyzed. Um, I thought Batista had fantastic lines about his his home world and where he came from, and and um, you know talks 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 about like when he uh, first met his wife, and there's like another little thing on um, uh, what they what him and his daughter like back home, which was really like heartfelt. So. Uh, we we have a, a, a rocket raccoon, as I'll always call him. Uh, rocket uh, essentially gets deconstructed as well. Uh, Baby Groot is you know Baby Groot and and I thought used um, they, you know they used the three rule really well with Baby Groot, which is uh, beginning, middle, and end. Um, and then again, it's like, you know, what else do you get with this? And, you know, they had plenty of cutaway shots with, with Baby Groot. So he was through, uh, everyone you wanted was throughout the entire movie. 
um, you kind of had splintered like storylines or locations where everyone was. Uh, I thought that was like the movement for that was 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 well balanced. Um, and yeah, you know, and look, uh, the thing is though too is like you know I went into this, uh, you know, just relatively expecting to see a movie, and and that's what I got. I got a a beginning, a middle, and an end. I got emotional depth. I um, you know, I I thought it was like laughing throughout the entire movie. Uh, I thought it was funny as heck. This is another thing I keep hearing. Um, the jokes fell flat, and I don't know, man. Like, is it like is the the movie review uh, apparatus these influencers? Like, are are these influencers so freaking jaded? Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, are are they that jaded? Um, I kind of want to say yes. I, I I believe that they're jaded. It's hard to listen to them. Uh, I, but I do feel like uh, when they tell you to go watch a movie, when they tell you to stay away from a movie, there's usually a little, there's they're usually right on what's good and what's not. But um, the way how they're discussing why things are good and why things are bad um, is completely uh, harmful. It's backwards. It hurts. Uh, it discredits a lot of the work done by these professionals. And look. You know, like, I had to sit through those, those credit sequences. And, uh, side note, um, like, the hell with Stan Lee. Uh, I, I'm just done with it. Um, he was, he was in this movie twice, and, and that was two times more than I wanted to, to, to see him. This movie needed more Lloyd Kaufman, uh, the guy that gave James Gunn his, his first chance, who was... You know, you see him briefly in, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy in the prison scene. So, um, yeah, we kind of have like a, uh, almost like a jaded uh, core putting out the conversation for this, for movies like this, kind of directed by studios. And even when they say negative things, it's just, um, you know, questionable negative, meaning that, uh, you know, the jokes fell flat. It's like, all right, well, you can say that. And, you know, they told people they could say that because everyone said it. And I sat through a theater where everyone was cracking up almost the entire time. Okay. So, and some of these jokes hit big. So, like, how's that possible? That That is a that is an impossibility for you to say jokes fell flat. Uh, if you're not being told to say it or if you're jaded as a mother effer. But, no. Uh we're we're like 40 minutes deep here uh we had trouble seeing the movie so uh, we'll discuss that later and i'm just a little little bit tired a little, little bit exhausted like i said it's uh um i was up early uh i gotta um go do something with dallas because he is just he's just ready to go right now and i gotta maybe play with him for a little bit to keep him going and i gotta crash out i gotta I go into Friday, um, which is like another morning to close type thing for me. Peter morning to close, not not that I have to open or close a uh, establishment. And um, yeah, so and then it's it's full full Saturday. Uh, I sh- should be recording Saturday. Should be recording Sunday as well. So uh, you know we'll we'll have like really good releases coming up. Um, this one being the best episode of the upcoming releases of Dream Warriors, of course. But no, uh, I just wanted to talk about some of that. Just wanted to, to discuss, like, uh, just the point. I guess the point of what I'm saying is just you go in, go into movies, go in with, like, a fresh mind, go in with a, uh, with some curiosity. Um, don't, don't get upset when things don't make sense in movies or if, if things don't add up. I'm not saying, like, uh, accept it all the time but like put yourself in in a moment like um put your push yourself where you are and 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 enjoy it um you know like they're that's why movies are, are created they're not they're not there to appease your uh comic book continuity driven self or for you to compare even movies to like previous ones um it's fun when there's like connections but it's it's in no way a bearing on the quality of a movie because uh, people make connections between movies anyway that 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 don't really exist. Um, good example of this would be me connecting 
Michael Mann's Thief to his Heat movie, where I, I believe that Robert uh, De Niro's character, uh, his younger version, is James Caan. And James Caan's character grows up to become Robert De Niro in the movie Heat. Um, which is one that uh, a lot of people who like Michael Mann, they, they like me going through what the connections are uh, in that. But it's like you, you make your own connections in, in these movies, uh, regardless of uh, what the filmmakers intend. And sometimes they intend it and it's fun, and sometimes they don't, and you still discover connections and it's fun. And, and, and in no way are movies bad because they don't do it. Uh, you know, and you kind of see this with tra- the Transformer movies. Where people just want these connections uh, with other media, and it's just like, no, like, what are we doing here? Like, just make a Transformers movie, um, make a sequel, like, pull, carry things over that you think work, um, get paid, make your movie, make it fun, move on, uh, and you know, like, that's my attitude. Like, I just want to sit down, like, have a, have an all over the place, have a long day. Just want to sit down and, and watch a movie and, and, and be entertained and be geared up for uh, the, the next day because every uh, the way how I run, the way how I operate, it's like, yeah, challenges every day. Like, good ones too. Like, um, ones that kind of, uh, like, put you, put you through the, uh, the mill. And I think a lot of the expectation is going to subtract on what people think about this movie. And I think it's going to be a little bit like a Pirates of the Caribbean effect. But I also think like 10 years down the road, someone who discovers Guardians and then watches Guardians volume two, they're going to be like, they're going to be like, yo, like this thing is amazing. Like, wow, like this is great. Um, They're not going to have this weird expectation from movie to movie because of, of this gap that occurs when you have to make a movie between movies <laughs> like um but no i mean i think you kind of see some of it too with uh infinity war coming up uh which is like you know all, there's all just endless speculation on that uh you know people kind of learn their lesson with the star wars movies where it seems like there's less speculation but it's the same level of like kind of like hyperboil or in like things that happen with the last jedi trailer but it's still like it, the speculation just doesn't seem to, to mean as much anymore. Uh, it doesn't seem to be in demand as much in, anymore. And and I'm not saying that there's people that are not going to spoil Last Jedi going into it. But I definitely think there will be a majority of the reviewers that will spoil Last Jedi in their minds before they sit down and watch the movie. Uh, same as Rogue One, where uh, you know everything with Rogue One you heard about. The music and the, the the title card the title treatment for that movie and you completely use that as a focal point of your review and you know given like maybe maybe the, the music could have been like different but i i thought it, it was it held up and it had notes and and themes throughout uh identifiable themes which is a um, part of the star wars style and um i thought that was uh, for, uh rogue one is 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 like yeah, I would, like I would argue that's the best one, and everyone goes like Empire Strikes Back, and yeah, but it's it's a uh, Empire is is a completely different type of movie, and Rogue One represents another type of movie, and Rogue One just seems just so much more um, uh, like layered. And which is crazy for me to say, because up until this point, you've heard that there's no layers to Rogue One and the characters are like just blank. And I don't know, man, it's a it's it's a hell of a movie. Uh, I love watching it. I always put it on while I'm working. Uh, sometimes it's just muted, muted and I have a music playing. But there, there's so much in that movie that's that's beyond good. And but th- this is what I'm talking about. Um you know, movies are spoiled in in minds before they're they're seen today. And just go, just go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and enjoy it. Um, you know, go see Wonder Woman and have a good time. And who cares if Wonder Woman is connected to Batman vs Superman or what that girl did in Batman vs Superman? Like, who 
who cares? Like, maybe they'll reference the party with Bruce Wayne or some crap. I don't freaking know or care. Like, I, I want to watch a Wonder Woman movie. I want to watch a warrior princess uh, do some things. Um, do I think it's going to resonate because I talked about it before? Uh, like, no, I really don't. I, I don't think the um, the audience is going to really carry over for for Wonder Woman um, on the level that, that DC needs and Warner Brothers needs. Um my criticism for that is is different um which is an observation on the overall uh reception of the movie not the quality of the film okay just want to be clear on that but no uh let me, gotta sign off here i got things to do i'm a busy guy um my phone has been going off the entire time i've been sitting here with you so i will i will crash out texting and and updating uh, everyone and people, <laughs> uh, which is one of my nightly practices. But no, I am. I'm signing off. More Dream Warriors coming. The train keeps on going. Uh, support, comment. Let let me know. Let Peter know. Um, I'm all over social media, but let let me know how how we're doing with this and things you want to discuss and. And, um, you know, should we have people calling in? Should we be interviewing um, individuals and professionals or other geeks, uh, other people, a part of the core of the army? Uh, I don't know. Like, do we want hot cosplayers here? Um, or do we want, like, unhot cosplayers? I don't know. Do we just want gay cosplayers here? Um, what about cosplaying cats and dogs? Like, no one gives them focus. You know, are they being discriminated against? Should that be... Should that be one of our topics? But yeah, but look, signing off. Uh, peace, love to everyone. Uh, that's so corny. That's so unauthentic. Look, I'm going. You enjoy yourself. Have some popcorn. Have a lollipop and call it a day. Goodbye.